taking the time to speak to us oh, yeah 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 so uh we do we do have a few questions for you today yeah so we'd like to talk we'd like to talk about um mainly your music um as well as the stuff that you've done on stage um how would you describe your music Mm-hmm. Um, kind of sound. 
And what do you find to be, you know, some of the challenges or, or some of the positives to take for an artist such as yourself, um, you know, singing singing in an African language uh, and living in Australia? Um, I think the, the first that I did was um, because I've been in, in Australia for so many, many, many years, over 15 years, in yeah. and out, in and out, so yeah. before actually moved here. Mm-hmm. And what, what has, has been apparent uh, for me has been my, my me being stubborn and making sure that I speak my language so that I do not lose part of myself. Mm-hmm. Right? And that is the interesting part because it makes people get interested I have a voice. I have mm-hmm. a voice they do know. I have a voice they don't hear more often. So that makes me unique in that sense. And I realized when I left many, many years ago, what has always been my goal has been I cannot be Michael Jackson in America. <laughs> so I always had to carry with me what I am in order for me to be unique because I realized that I could not do what other people can do. Yeah. The best thing is to be grounded and then do what you best so but that you, know. you can be unique in other country, cultures in other countries so I've been in the UK and for so many years what was unique for me was South Africans have always transported music with them so yeah. obviously there's no there's been a lot of like starting from King Kong back in the day of Miriam Makebas and and um, Huma Sikelas and there's been Lion King and there has been Umoja and there's mm. been all these who have traveled the world and ladies made black bambas yeah. all these amazing exports of music from South Africa taking this music to the world has made us a unique nation in that sense but then what I tend to do is to try and find out the people where I live or where I will be reciting at that moment what what their interests are and then flip take what they are familiar with mm-hmm. and then merge it with my music mm-hmm. that for me so those are the positives of me being unique in that sense of taking my music and my language yeah. like for example here in, 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 in Australia I knew about the Aboriginals you know who educated, educated me about Aboriginals yeah where men oh, oh. Oh, what is he now? Uh, from South Africa, he came here and then he was doing a tour. Yeah, and he was incredible in educating us about the people that you live in. Yeah, and, and, and what that, that what what made me Busima that's his name. Uh, so Busima yeah. had taught me, taught us that while he was touring Australia mm. that you need to go back to the original people of this land mm. because those are the black people that you need to understand that much as the government is doing its its power to regulate who comes in and out of this country, mm. the black of that country are the original people of that country. Those are the people who are actually welcoming you. Mm. And that I've learned that. Mm. And over the years, and I realized that, okay, being in Australia does not actually, actually mean the government is doing you a favor by you being here. You actually are welcomed here because you are as black as the original people of this land. Mm. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm. So that in, in me has always been a part of me and in trying to embrace Australia in that sense. Otherwise, it must be negative, negative. But knowing that I'm welcomed here, yeah. makes, and it makes my music to grow in that sense. Mm. 
Uh, that was going to be my next question to you, so you've just ruined it for me. <laughs> but uh, no, 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 <laughs> no. But um, no, but I've also noticed that in in in, in your music, and I think in um, I've seen you perform actually wearing the colors as well. And uh, I was definitely going to ask you that question. Um, now you also run an art center in uh, back in South Africa. I'm not quite sure how you do all these things, but <laughs> and uh, how is that, and why is why is that important? Um, it is. Um, you're always disjointed once you once you you get on a plane and go uh, leave South Africa behind. You always wonder. Uh, when will you come back and what will you be what, what will be your contribution when mm. you go back to south africa mm. i've also learned this from all these uh, exile artists who have been in all these all these shows mm. uh, it is very important to come back home mm. and uh, due to so many reasons we ended up living in other countries and not going back home for years mm. and after 10 years in the making every time i go home I, I, I always make sure that i go home once a year yeah and every time i go home i had this thing of saying i'm home but what is my contribution at home yeah i still have to raise my family i still have to help my family but what is my contribution to my community that made me and that gave me the the the, the platform for me to be where I am. Mm-hmm. I feel like my community has played that part because those are the people who used to listen to me when I was singing, you know, mm-hmm. when I used to go to their weddings and singing in their funerals. And, you know, and those are the people that sort of grounded me, that helped me to realize that this is a career. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. so I, after 10 years of doing that, I realized I need to go back home and give. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I was very lucky enough and fortunate enough to have bought a small, a small land and a small um, sort of space where I turned it into a, a an art center. Mm. So that art center serves the community of start where I come from, and it also helps young people. We are not opening a school. We were not opening a school. Our idea was to opening a mentoring program yeah. where because of travels, I've traveled with so many people and I've met so many people who make their, their journeys to South Africa. So linking uh, artists with international artists and national artists in South Africa, that link of mentoring so that artists can, be, can meet young people and young people can be able to say, I've met so-and-so at Bukamu Art Center and that person has encouraged me Mm-hmm. Uh, to, to do what I'm doing because young people tend to not or, or have this pressure of, of arts as not a career, as just a sort of an extramural activity. Mm-hmm. And then young people get to a point where you get frustrated about their art and then they give it up. And then later in life, really, they regret. Mm-hmm. And then it, it, it ends with a lack of confidence and people that becoming um, uh, into drugs, get into drugs because they're not reading mm-hmm. what they actually is. Do you understand what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it tends to do that. So my, my, my center in South Africa is all about that. It's a, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a small little place that is helping with the mentoring young people uh, uh, into the arts. And then once they get to a certain point, then I get to have one, one 
that I can introduce a mentor to a young artist and continues to do that job for me for free. Yeah. Where I'm most of the time I do it for free. So that's what we do. Um, but we have Saturday's programs where they can learn guitars. Then those are sort of uh, ongoing situation. But with big celebration per year that we do where I call on these international and national artists in mm. Africa. That's what I'm doing. So doing it from here, it's very hard. Yeah. Because then that means I always have to go home and making sure that I oversee my team and how they are doing. Because really, this is my baby. This is what I love. Yeah. And I cherish yeah. it. And sometimes it really needs me to keep going, even if even if I'm here. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I will go in touch and I will keep in touch. And we do our our weekly, monthly. Um, Now you um, you've been working on on uh, new music as well, right? Because uh, your you released uh, an EP in twenty sixteen. Um, it's been a long time since then, and 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 I guess the you know your music maybe your style or the direction that your music has taken has changed over time um how, how is that going yeah the, the music has evolved um the, the the first ep that i released was 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 based um i had a plus like i i am not i'm not boxed i'm, I'm not a boxed artist i don't say i'm jazz i'm not saying i'm classical I'm so what I did was I'm gonna take four of my songs and put them in an EP to introduce myself into the recording uh, commission recorded music. Yeah. Because I'm always on theater and theater was is my big, big thing mm-hmm. that I do. But I've never recorded music before. I've mm-hmm. always written a lot of music for other people or introduced music to other people and they they, they take it back for myself Yeah. A sort of R&B influence type of song I do, and I did a traditional African style song that I did, yeah. and the song uh, that celebrates my hometown where I yeah. come from, okay. So all those four songs represented something. In me saying this is Silomulivi in a pants. Mm-hmm. Four songs that represents big worlds, and so. Um, then when the time came for me to record my second EP, um, oh, oh, in the middle of that, I, re- I released a single, and that single was just voice and piano on, on, on voice, and then a very good friend of mine on piano, which that that song exploited my style of music because yeah. it was just a mix and match of styles in just one song. It was strictly done it was some jazz and some african um chants in it it was just an epic song that we recorded in one day yeah it was amazing so then came to me um, actually uh, recording and i met a very good friend of mine his name is uh, zvi belling and mm. uh, incredible 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 artist uh, a producer uh, a bass player an architect incredible man you know, I actually wonder how this guy sleeps. He's incredible. <laughs> so I met yeah. him, and then he 
he loved my music and then he said let's go on partnership and then you can record my music your music at my studio and then we can we can see how we can collaborate <laughs> and little did i know that this guy is going to change my sound and my style and make it better yeah so my sound much as it's a contemporary african african it is now has gone from the new what we call the new music his his name is set six yeah and then that six means solo that's it that six that will mean music that is made through the deep jazz progressions yeah and the traditional south african style which is me meeting hip hop yeah meeting an uh, exploitation of sounds mm-hmm. to make it sound well that t- it touches everywhere parts like in new york you can play this in new york it will be relevant to new york you play yeah. it in london you play it here yeah. it is so relevant in every country it would be playing mm. which and then it's now focused as four songs that tells intertwining stories other mm. than just uh, a puzzle or gospel jazz all of those songs really are telling the same story from this first song to that the last song yeah. they are all together they make they 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 tie in together beautifully so that's yeah. what we did it just that it just take it just it's, it's taking longer to release which is with the fact that i did a show and and, and covet way too many things that got involved that yeah. stopped and ended up in south africa as well yeah. so many things that made it that slowed it down really. mm. but it's there really well, we look we look forward to to uh, hearing that album when it comes out. Solo. Uh, in the meantime, uh, people can go on Spotify and they can find the music there as well. Um, yes. We've also um, uh, they can also follow your art center and the progress that you're making there. Um, yes. It's Bukamoso uh, yeah. Art Center, and you are on Facebook as well as Instagram, aren't you? Instagram, yes sir, yeah, yeah. the same platform, Salomolivi, and then I have a little platform as well where I'm doing Bukamuso, Bukamuso's Conversations Abroad, yeah. this is an idea that I came up with in celebrating artists, regardless where they're from, but it, it is not me, it is the Bukamuso Art Center having conversations with people of the world, this mm-hmm. is me not stopping. And there's a saying that says, let's not close um, our, our, our our center, let's evolve. Yeah. Meaning, much as the center is still closed, but yeah. the center is relevant uh, within its within its its means mm. to talk about the arts and continue. So we, we are there on, on YouTube as well. There okay. are a few videos that we have done, so that's where our conversation continues. And that's Bukamoso Art Center. Silo, yeah. thank you so much for your time, brother. I, I appreciate I appreciate this, Panasikaya. Oh, thank you so much, man. All the best. Thank you, boss.